So what we're doing is the 2000 Sydney Olympics, which was the only Olympics I've ever attended. Oh, no kidding. That's cool. Let's slide into this story. Yeah. Let me take you back to the year 2000. You ready? Yeah, totally. A little bit of backstory. One of my family friends, one of my dad's friends, went to the 1976 Olympics in Montreal. Mm. And I was a kid back then. You know, we were living in Kansas. I was a young kid. And he brought me something from the Olympics. And I'm like, man, I want to go. I want to go to the Olympics, right? Yeah. So it became kind of a life's mission to just see one Olympics. Yeah. So friend of mine, Don Franken, Don told me in 99, he goes, hey, man, I'm going to go to the Olympics. Do you want to go next year? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, right? And he goes, I can get tickets to everything you want. And we're going to rent a really big house, like a six-bedroom house, and eight or ten people are going to go, right? Yeah. I get to Sydney. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous city. I mean, I'd been there before because I'd had the pleasure to judge the Flickr Fest in both 1997 and 1998. That's and cool. that is, you know, that's a, a film festival. Yeah. I get there. City's beautiful. We get all of our tickets to opening ceremony and everything. And then I go to the house we're staying at. And this is kind of a crazy part of the story, but I just confirmed that the guy I'm going to tell you about is still living. He's like 91 years old right now. Okay. (laughs) But his name was Art Hoffman. Okay. And And he was like an old sports PR guy. Okay. And what he would do, Jonathan, is he would pound on my door at like 5.14 in the morning <laughs> every day, right? And it was a big house. Yeah, right? yeah. So he'd pound on my room door and he'd be like, kid, get up. We got places to be. And I'm like, oh, and he had that raspy voice. Yeah. Just like you imagine like an old sports writer. Yeah. Or a sports PR guy. Yeah. And so... I'd walk him down, you know, to accompany him down. So, I, again, as I'm imagining this, I'm just thinking, what did people see? They saw, like, a limping little brown guy <laughs> next, to, <laughs> next to an older gentleman, an older white guy who can't walk that fast because his feet were just kind of sliding. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so that was the image of how we'd go to sporting events. Man. And... And I wanted to sneak in one more thing before I tell you the crux of the story. I went to the um, opening ceremony, Mm. right? Unbelievable. I mean, incredible. It was like a three and a half hour Super Bowl halftime show. Wow. That's crazy. It was was remarkable. (laughs) But you know what else it was? It was completely boring. (laughs) You know why? No. Because the United States starts with you. Oh, man. Right. And we were like one of the last countries right before Zimbabwe. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) to, to, To walk the track. Back then, they didn't announce any of the commentary inside the stadium. Oh, right? man. I would have really been bored then. Oh, man, it was so boring because all you saw is, like, Albania showing up. Every every country, not just Albania. Every country, A through Z. Right, right. right? And they'd be like, Albania. And you'd see all of these athletes with a flag walking yeah. around and waving. Yeah. 
And what I realized is for those watching it on television, they were getting, oh, Jonathan Nato is a cousin of, of so-and-so, Nato, Mark Nato. Yeah, right? exactly. Or, yeah, exactly. Scott, you know, and you get all that insight. Yeah. But you don't get that when you're in the stadium. You're just staring at 50 or 60 countries walking a football field. Man, you're kind of like, getting ripped off. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, you know? So like I was saying, Jonathan, it was both amazing and boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now as people are probably waiting for, you know, what the heck I'm going to talk about, let me slide into the actual moment or moments that made the entire trip worth it. Mm. I had been to Sydney for about 10 or 11 days, and I'd seen, you know, the Olympics is a 16-day event. Right. And as the days were going by, I was having so much fun, right? But the one thing that kept grating on me is that Valerie was editing my short film without me. Mm. And mm. while I'm in Australia playing. Right, right. You're like, <laughs> woohoo, Olympics. <laughs> right? And I'm like, I'm at the Olympics and somebody else is, is cutting my movie for me. So I needed to get back. And I still remember there was a boxing match that I was at. Yeah. I can't remember who, was, who the match was. But yeah. basically, the person that should have won the match didn't. Like the entire crowd thought one guy won it. Oh, and the like, refs gave it. The refs gave it to the other country. Yeah, that's what I say. The decision came down to someone else instead. Right. Yeah. The decision came down, and it was obvious that it was a, some kind of a sham job because there's no way that the guy was pummeled. There's yeah. no way that he he won. Right. Yeah. So, I just had an epiphany, and I had all of these tickets in my pocket, and I had an epiphany, and I'm like, you know what? I need to go home. I need to just blow off the last four days of the Olympics. I already saw opening ceremony. I don't need to see closing. Yeah. I'm going to miss the USA basketball team, the final game, but I already saw them play once. Yeah. So I'm good. Yeah. Right? And so what I did, Jonathan, is I went to a quarterfinal men's gymnastics event. Okay. And I went alone, right? Yeah. Because I did the whole trip alone. Yeah. Outside of, you know, Mr. Art. Yeah, waking up <laughs> and, at 5 in the morning. <laughs> waking up at 5.14 in the morning, besides that. And he's a wonderful guy. I'm so thrilled to know that he's still alive. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's great. He's 91. So I'm sitting next to this random woman. And as I've joked before, when I sit next to a random person, they kind of look at me and they're like, this is a weird little man. And we don't want to... <laughs> we, we don't want to talk to him. So there's... I kept trying to strike conversation with this, like, 55, 60-year-old lady. Yeah. And she wouldn't talk to me. She kept turning her body away from me. Wow, okay. And, you know, I'm like, all right, you know? And then every time she looked over, I'd say something very pleasant, like, ah, oh, this is great, isn't it? Or I love Sydney. This is one of my favorite cities in the world, right? Yeah, yeah. And finally she warmed up, right? And then I'm like, have you always planning on coming to the Olympics? And what she told me just floored me, mm. right? Can I, can I sh yeah. tell you? Yeah, yeah. She told me, she goes, you know what? I've always wanted to go my whole life. And I'm like, me too, right? Yeah. But then, but then she goes, there's no way I can afford this. And then I'm like, yeah, but you're here. You obviously did afford it. Yeah. 
And, and the, the lady smiles and she goes, you know, the Olympics have a program that if you donated so many hours of volunteering, mm. you could get one ticket, not even two. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, so you volunteered. What'd you do? And she goes, oh, I cleaned the Olympic Village. I cleaned the grounds, picked up the trash. I cleaned the bathrooms. And she was telling me all this, all this stuff she did to get one ticket to a quarterfinal gymnastics event, right? Mm. And it just, I had an epiphany. I'm like, you know what? This woman deserves the two tickets to the gymnastics final that I have in my pocket mm. more than I do. Yeah. Right? Because I'm leaving. I've already changed my flight. I've already called United Airlines. I've already done everything. Right? Yeah. And so I asked her, I go, so you want to go to the final? And she just gave me this look like she's like, you know, don't play with me. This, this means a lot to me. I worked really hard for this one ticket. Do not play with me. So, so, right? so was now she got the one ticket. Was it for just this one event? That's it. She worked all that yeah. to see yeah. this, to, to see this one event, to see a quarterfinal. Wow. Match. Okay. Yeah. Okay. One wow. event. Okay. Yeah. Not the whole thing. Just one event. Okay. Wow. Okay. It, I was thinking that like a whole the whole thing, but man. Okay. No, no, one event, man. Wow. I would do it if it was tickets to everything. Right, okay, yeah, okay, wow. Okay, so she really put in a lot of time and stuff just for this one, a chance at seeing one event. Right, she put in countless, countless, countless hours. Okay. And you know what wound up happening is I said, do you want to go to the final? And she's like, don't play with me. And, I'm, and I took the tickets out of my pocket. Mm. And I'm like, well, here's two tickets to the men's final. And she looked at it and she's like, I can't pay for these. I said, I'm not asking you to pay for them. Take them. I'm going back to America. And she looked at me and she, she goes, they must be fake. And you know, <laughs> you know, it's funny because you and I talked about this the other day and I told you this is what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking, lady, I'm trying to give you tickets to the final of gymnastics. Just say thank you. Right. You just just you, take you, them you, and, and be happy. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes, how do I know they're real? And I had to flip them around because back then they were just starting to put holographic oh, stickers right. on the back. Right, right. Right? And I'm like, look, it's got the hologram on the back. And then she started tearing. And she didn't hug me or anything. She just started tearing and she started saying, you don't know how much this means to me. And I'm like, you know what? Actually, it's all good. I feel good about it. And she goes, but you could sell these for so much. And I'm like, yeah, but I could also get arrested for scalping. Right, yeah, exactly. And, and, and I just want to go home. <laughs> right? I, want, I want to get back, uh, help Valerie finish my movie, get back to Los Angeles. I've already experienced what I need to experience. Yeah. Right? And I tell you, Jonathan, it was the greatest, greatest feeling bringing happiness to her. And I, at that moment, I realized, you know what? You couldn't have had this much happiness going to the final because you don't really care that much about gymnastics. Yeah, yeah. And to, and to be honest, I don't, right? Yeah. I, I, I got the tickets because Don Franken arranged them, and I thought it would be cool to go. But my life wouldn't change if I hadn't have gone, right? Yeah. So that was one experience. Okay. So then the next day, I went to a... USA baseball event. Nice. You know, that year there was no major leaguers on, or very few major leaguers on the team. 
it was primarily minor leaguers. Oh, okay. You know, and it was coached by Tommy Lasorda, the former Dodgers. Nice, that's awesome. Right? And and they wound up winning gold. And I can't say that I was there because I left before the gold medal game. Yeah, yeah. Right? But I was in a light rail leaving in a very crowded train. Oh, I can imagine. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I said to people, I go, hey, does anyone want tickets to the finals? And this American, this guy is... He heard my, my voice, and he's like, dude, are you from America? And I said, yeah. And he goes, I've got American dollars. And he whipped out like $500, five $100 bills. Okay. And, he, and he's like, $250 a ticket right now. And I, I thought about and I was about to say, hell yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's too crowded of a train. I won't get caught. This can happen, right? Yeah. And then as I turned around, I see this lady with her, like, 10 or 12-year-old son. Yeah. And I turned to the lady, and I'm like, do you want these? <laughs> right? And she's like, oh, I, there's no way I could afford, there's no way I could afford 500 American dollars. Because it was 60 cents to the dollar back then. Oh, so yeah, it, would so really be yeah like, it was, like, double that it'd, then. Yeah, it'd be, like, 800 Australian dollars. Yeah, right? yeah. She's like, I can't do it. And I said, well, how much do you have in your purse? And she goes, not that much. And then I go, no, how much do you have in your purse? And she looked at me, and her son was starting to get really excited, right? And she's like, please don't do this. You know, my son's dying to go. We went to this. We, they went to this game trying to get tickets to this game. Oh, so they didn't they, even see that game. They couldn't even, they didn't even see it. Okay, right? okay. The kid is like, Mom, you've got like $5 at least. And then she looked in her purse. She goes, I've, I've got like a, a 50 a $104. Then I said, okay, I'll take the $4. And, you know, the, the guy that had offered me 500 American? Yeah. He's like, are you crazy? I'm offering you 500 bucks. And, and I looked at the lady, and I'm like, give me your $4, and promise me you don't turn around and sell it to that guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just promise me that. She goes, no, absolutely. So I gave her my ticket to the, the baseball final, the gold medal game with, that the United States won. Right? Man, that's awesome. And, you know, I flew back to L.A. But, you know, before I forget, can I mention one more thing? Oh, yeah, totally. About the same Olympics. Is I'd only seen one of the basketball games for, for USA Basketball. And you know how some of my stories wind up to where an experience I had in the past turns into somebody I wind up meeting? Yeah, exactly. Present, exactly. Present day? Yeah. Well, the, uh, the head coach of the... USA gold medal winning basketball team, the dream team three, I guess. Yeah. Right. It was in 2000 was Rudy Tomjanovic. Right. Yeah. And Rudy sits a few seats next to me at Lakers games. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I've been his <laughs> friend for about, about four years. No kidding. So yeah, it's four or five years now. And it's, it's, it's great. And just in case people don't know who he is, not only was he, was Rudy the head coach of the, Olympic team in 2000, but he was also the head coach of the 1994 and 1995 back-to-back NBA title Houston Rockets, mm, mm. right? So, you know, I watched him coach uh, the United States in the Olympics, and then many years later, I befriended him at the Lakers. 